You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello again, everyone. Eric Erlinson here from lightninginsider.com with the lightninginsider.com podcast. Uh, just a quick recap here. Coming off of the Monday game against the Nashville Predators, Tampa Bay does fall 4-1 to Nashville the first time they have lost to the Predators in six meetings this season. And uh, obviously lots of debate every time this team comes out on the wrong side of a result. And some of it's fair, some of it isn't fair. Uh, I'll leave that up to some other people to debate. Uh, But we're going to talk about this game here in particular in terms of how things played out. And uh, to me, watching how this game developed, I saw a Nashville team committed to winning. I saw a Pecarine Vezina version of the Nashville goaltender. His numbers have slipped here the last couple of years. And in fact, uh, UC Soros would probably be the number one guy. He actually is the number one guy. He's kind of taken over a majority of the starts for Nashville. But, of course, he is currently injured and not available to the Predators. Uh, So it has been Pecorine, and he was fantastic on Monday. He made some saves that he shouldn't have. I mean, there was a Braden Point two-on-one conversion with Andre Palat that, in all honesty, probably should have been a goal. Uh, Everybody in the building thought it was a goal. Everybody on the ice, all 3,800 fans in the building started to raise their hands Uh, But Rene was able to push across and uh, make the stop, and it was just that kind of night for him. Uh, The shot attempts at the end of the night, and, you know, you listen to this or you follow me on Twitter, you know I follow the shot attempts uh, quite a bit. So the even strength shot attempts for this game were 52-29 to in favor of Tampa Bay. They had plenty of opportunities to score goals. Typically this team, with the talent that they have, would score some goals on a night like this. Sometimes you run into a goaltender that's better. 
And I think that was kind of the, the, the story of the game tonight. Uh, how Nashville came out with a commitment to win. You could see it. They were hungrier, especially in the first period. I know the score was 0-0 after the first. But you could tell, you know, look, Nashville's fallen on hard times. They're a team that's been consistently in the playoffs. I think that they actually have the second longest active playoff streak in the league behind Pittsburgh. So this is a team that over the last decade has won a lot of games. Been to a Stanley Cup final. Been to a Western Conference final. And they just have fallen on harder times this year. Uh, Down towards the bottom of the Central, there were many who thought that they could compete for a playoff spot. And certainly the way things stand right now, they're not going to be a playoff team. And I think it's going to be very hard for Nashville to climb their way into playoff contention. But I think they understand that. I think that they know because there's a lot of chatter around the Predators in terms of the trade deadline coming up next month. Matthias Ekholm, their defenseman, is among the more sought-after players. Uh, So they hear that stuff. So the commitment to try and turn their season around was there. I think it was in Saturday's game as well. Just Tampa Bay took advantage of their opportunities and certainly came out on the right end of a 6-3 decision in that game. Uh, On Monday... You could see, again, how hungry Nashville was to hunt pucks down. Uh, they were committed to getting into lanes and blocking shots and blocking pass attempts. That does take a commitment. And Tampa Bay's commitment wasn't quite at that level. And again, not that Tampa Bay played a poor game. I don't think they did. It, it looks bad because you end up down 3 nothing. They give up three goals in the second period. Uh, one even strength, one on the power play, and one shorthanded. So when you look at just the score and kind of go about that business, it doesn't look good. But you hear John Cooper all the time talk about process over outcome. That's the phrase. You heard it a lot on the Stanley Cup DVD championship uh, uh, playoff DVD that they had. Uh, And it holds true. And you hear me talk about it a lot too. It's not always the result. It's how did you get to the result? And their process tonight gave them a chance to win. It certainly wasn't one of their best efforts, but it was not even their worst. I mean, I would sit here and tell you that the game that they won in Dallas to start that six-game road trip a couple of weeks ago was far worse than this performance. And they won that game in Dallas. They didn't win the game tonight. But they put themselves in a better position to win. And when you do that, you don't always win. You just get yourself into position to give yourself a chance to win. And I think they did that on Monday. Uh, There's a lot of debate going around about Curtis McElhaney. If you listen to the episode that me and Greg Lanelli recorded on Sunday, if you haven't listened to that yet, check it out. Um, about Curtis McElhaney, and a lot of fans are down on him because he's, you know, he he didn't look great in the game against Detroit. Uh, certainly wasn't his fault in Detroit. Wasn't his fault again on Monday. He got the nod. Tampa Bay playing back-to-back games. Of course, they're in Dallas on Tuesday night for an 8:30 start uh, against the Stars before they come home, and they have three more games at home over the weekend, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, So Curtis McElhaney was going to see some playing time. 
Uh, and he got the start in this one, but this was not this is not a game on your goaltender. You know, the the first goal by Ely Tolvanen, Tolvanen, sorry. There nobody's stopping that shot. I mean, that's just a world-class shot from a pretty good offensive player. Uh, the second goal is a one-timer rocket that he was partially screened on. He had no chance to stop it. And the third one is a breakaway on an unfortunate break. Uh, a puck that was kind of sailing high on Braden Point. He wasn't able to knock it down. Uh, ends up behind him and, and at home, or uh, Jan Clark goes off on a breakaway. And all of a sudden, it's 3 nothing. But none of those goals are on the goaltender. And to sit here and say that this team plays different in front of Curtis McElhaney, they do not play differently. Say it with me again. They do not play differently in front of different goaltenders. They play a system, and the system is played no matter who's in net. And as I've said before, perhaps the only difference you might get between a Vasilevsky start and a McElhaney start is maybe in certain situations they feel they can put a little bit more risk in their game because of 88 behind you. So if anything, if they play differently, and they don't, but if there's any slight variation, it's they try and protect McElhaney a little bit more. His first start of the year was actually in Nashville way back in February. Remember, he spent two weeks on the COVID list that completely sort of disrupted the Lightning's plans with their goaltending and how they were going to dole them out. They they did a fantastic job of ensuring that McElhaney was not under any duress in the first two periods of that game in particular. I think Nashville had 12 shots on goal through two periods. Kind of allowed Curtis to get into the game a little bit. It kind of feel the puck a little bit. It was his first actual live game action in 11 months. So they do protect him or try to protect him and give, you know, give up less risk in games more often with him in net than maybe with Andre Vasilevsky. Now, if you're going to turn the puck over like they did in Detroit, well, you're putting your goaltender under, under duress. And I don't think they did that in this game. I just think the, the chances that they did give up were quality chances that a goalie's not going to stop. Uh, so this is not a Curtis McElhaney loss. I, I think I saw somebody on Twitter tell me, well, I guess I should just have to assume that every Curtis McElhaney start is a scheduled loss. That's not true. Has he played up to who we think Curtis McElhaney can be? No, there, he's got better in him. There is no doubt about it. We've seen better in him. He's played better. Uh, again, but... Let's let's give him some opportunities here to work through it, and he'll get another opportunity because Andre Vasilevsky did not even dress for the game on Monday. He was a healthy scratch, so they didn't even put him in uniform. Spencer Martin served as the backup to give Vasilevsky a complete night off. So you know he's starting Tuesday in Dallas. You have to figure he's starting Thursday back here at Amelie Arena with Chicago in town. And then you've got back-to-backs Saturday, Sunday, Chicago, and Florida. And my guess is McElhaney maybe gets the Chicago game and Vasilevsky gets the Florida game. We'll see if it plays out. But you know McElhaney is getting one of those two games over the weekend. But he has to get playing, and he has to play better. I'm not completely letting him off the hook here because sometimes you need your goalie to come up with saves, and maybe he shouldn't. 
sort of like Pecorine did on Monday. But that wasn't the case on, on against, against Nashville on Monday. And the other thing that I kind of look at in this situation, obviously everything about this season is different. It's unusual. There's things that players and teams and everybody involved is dealing with differently. And this was the sixth meeting this year against Nashville. And they won the first five games. It is hard to beat a team six straight times in the same season. It's difficult. I would be surprised. And I have not looked at anything around the league. I don't know where things stand with other teams, with other divisions. But I will be surprised if we get to the end of this 56-game regular season where everything is division-based and you're playing the same seven or six opponents every night, if anybody sweeps any of the other teams. I'd be shocked if that happens. So if you're going to have a night like Tampa Bay did tonight where you just can't put the puck past Pecorine and you lose the game, You don't feel good about the loss, but you understand how you played. And that's where we always come back to process over outcome. And the process to me, it was was good enough to win. It wasn't their best. And we mentioned how Nashville was much hungrier to win that game. And I think some of that comes from the fact that they had lost five straight games to Tampa Bay. How they had... Um, they'd only had one win in their previous seven games coming in, and none of those, and that other one was not in regulation. So they've really stumbled here a bit. They're without a lot of key players. Roman Yossi is out. Ryan Ellis is out. Uh, Matt Duchesne is out. Uh, UC Soros, we mentioned, is out. Dante Fabro just came back from a two-game suspension, so he missed Saturday's game. Like, there's a lot of young players in that Nashville lineup. I think he played six on Saturday. It was five on Monday because Fabro came back from the suspension. And when you have younger players sometimes looking to make their mark, and they're good players, maybe not names you've heard of, but they're player, they're, they've proven themselves to get to the National Hockey League, and they've got something to prove. They want to show that they belong. So sometimes you get that, And there's a different type of hunger as opposed to a Lightning team coming off a championship midway through this season, maybe not having the right kind of commitment or the consistent commitment in a game like Monday. Or Nashville just had a stronger one. Either way, you have nights like you had on Monday. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. So it's not the end of the world. Uh, this this team is still uh, off to the best start in franchise history. They're still right there at the top of the Central Division standings. Right there near the top of the league standings. I know they've dropped two or three. But sometime, we've seen it with this team, 
it's usually it's in January, right? During a regular 82 game season, when you hit the sled dog days of of the hockey schedule, when it's 82, this is only 56, so we're only halfway through this season. But you know, you have to get back on a mountain to start climbing to get back towards the top and in seasons past it's always about can you put yourself in position in the early part of the season to be in playoff contention and that question is unequivocally yes through this early stages or this midway point of the season for Tampa Bay and they've got a tough schedule coming up just in terms of the number of games like I mentioned, the Monday game started a back-to-back at home. They're in, in Dallas on Tuesday. Then they come home against Chicago, Chicago, and Florida. Then they're back on the road. They go back to Dallas again. Um, you know, So they've got a, a, a bunch of compressed games coming up. Uh, and it's, it's tough to get up every night. And they've done a, a good job of it to this point to have the record that they do. And let's face it, just like you and I know, they know they're not really in danger of missing the playoffs. Is there a reward, quote-unquote, for being first in the Central Division this year? You could make that argument. You could make the argument that whoever finishes first in this division, most likely between Tampa Bay, Carolina, and Florida... You're going to get a first-round matchup, most likely against Chicago. Maybe Dallas puts something together. Maybe Nashville puts something together. Perhaps Columbus finds a way to fight and claw their way. Either way, that's a different opponent than a Tampa Bay, a Carolina, or Florida. So the, the number two, number three teams in the Central Division, one really good team is out in the first round no matter how you look at it. So if you want to say there's a reward for finishing first, okay, there is, in a sense. But sometimes, be careful what you ask for. Just ask the 2019 version of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, But they're not in danger of missing out on the postseason. They just aren't. If if they go on a 10-game losing streak, well, that's a different story. But does anybody really foresee this team going on that type of a losing streak, it's it's not going to happen. So you tip your cap to Pecorine on Monday, say, job well done, we'll get you next time. And they've got two more meetings against Nashville. They do have to go up to Music City for two more meetings against the Predators this year. Uh, and you just move on to the next one. It's, it's, it's a life of the NHL. You know, they got back on a plane, headed to Dallas, after the loss, and we get ready to face the Stars. You put it behind you, move on to the next one. That's what you have to do until you get to the end of the regular season and get ready for the playoffs. Whatever happens, wins or losses, you put it behind you quickly, and you move on to the next game, and that's what they're up against here. Uh, all right, I don't want to uh, sign off without making sure to thank our, our sponsors at Manscaped. Uh, don't forget, if you use the promo code BOLTS, at manscaped.com, not only will you get 20% off your order, you will also get free shipping off of any of their products from their clothing line to their cologne to their, um, you know, the, the lawnmower, the weed whacker, 
um, the lotions that they have, any of their products. It's 20% off and free shipping with keyword bolts. So make sure you check out the sponsors there at manscaped.com. Make sure you check out my recap at lightninginsider.com. I'll have a little bit more on why Andre Vasilevsky was a healthy scratch, Um, a little bit more on uh, facing a team five or six times, you know, how hard that is. I got some more insight into what that all entails um, and how they're going about because a lot of people ask me, why was Monday's game a 4 o'clock start? I have the answer for you. Go to lightninginsider.com. Check out my recap. It'll be included in there. Uh, so, again, lightninginsider.com. If you're not a subscriber, uh, check it out. I have a yearly plan. I also have a monthly plan. If you enjoy what I do, if you enjoy the insight that I provide, please consider a subscription uh, for yearly or monthly, whichever you're more comfortable with, which able, uh, whichever one you're able to do, uh, I would appreciate it. Uh, I'll be back uh, if uh, probably after Thursday's game with another game recap, uh, little, one of these little short uh, game recap podcasts. Uh, so until then, thanks, everybody. Make sure you rate this, subscribe to it, share it. Every five-star review helps us out. So if you're on Apple in particular, please hit the five-star reviews. I do appreciate it. They really help out in so many ways. So if you could do that, uh, just take a little bit of your time out and provide those type of uh, feedback, it would be great. Uh, Until next time, thanks for listening. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.